you are tuning in to the Code Talker podcast, where we talk about the book Code Talker by Joseph Gruchek. And I'm your host, Joel Acevedo, with uh, Randall Kelly and Logan Liebman. And yeah, we are going to be touching on four things. And the first thing we'll be starting off with is thoughts on the book's ending. So we just recently finished the book. This will be our last episode. So... What 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 has happened in the book's ending? I'll start us off with that. I think the book's ending was pretty solid. So I'll run some through some information that happened in the end. And we ended off last podcast where our United our Marines were on an island and they still had to push up and then now we pushed up and we claimed that island and we basically got the Japanese by their throat. And now they have taken desperate measures and have kamikazed to for a desperate attempt to take out our Marines. But they mostly failed. And then they went ahead and dropped the atomic bomb, which we were expecting because that's how World yeah. War II went. And, yeah. And it turns out they did use their co-talking towards the end of the book to like send some messages some critical messages one thing i like about the ending though is how uh when he when he went to visit japan after the bombs dropped he noticed that like he actually looked a lot like the other people there like they almost looked like him like natives and it made him feel really bad because you know it was like eighty thousand people who died yeah he he said that he was like he would never be the same again after that because even when he went there he was like he felt bad and he hoped that we would never use a weapon like that ever again in any country because how many people it killed yeah i don't think ned really appreciated killing all that people but desperate times call for desperate measures as they always say and after that they everyone got sent home or at least most of them got sent home and they got to choose. They could either stay in the military or they can stop and go back to their normal lives if they wanted to. And in our case, Ned, the main character, went back to his normal life. He still had his uniform on, though. But some other some other Navajo stayed in the Marines or enlisted in other parts of the United States military. But when he got back, he went to a bar in San Francisco, I believe it was yep. in. It was in San Francisco. He went to a bar. Yeah, he went to a bar and he tried to get a Coke. But then he found out that they don't serve Indians, quote unquote. And which was weird because the person who was either who was either bartending at the bar or maybe owned it or something was actually native. Yeah. And the dude, the dude was being very hostile towards him. He was just like. He was saying, calling them like a uh, a dumb Navajo, and it was really messed up what he was saying to them. Yeah, and they ended up throwing our main character Ned out of the bar, and but he got back on his feet, and somehow made light out of his situation. He never really got down on himself, and toward at the end of the book, he was very appreciative, and he concluded his story, and then just started giving a message to his grandchildren that it was a good experience to be a Navajo and how beautiful it was to be and how sacred his language was. And he was just honored that his language helped the country out. And he, he said that it wasn't just like, it wasn't just his story, like his story. It's, he said that it was like 
a war a warrior spirit's story and how and showed like what they went through and everything. And with that, that is the end of the book. How did you guys like it personally? I thought the ending was pretty good. Uh, I like towards the ending how when they were talking about uh, raiding Iwo Jima, they were talking about how many ships they had, like twelve aircraft carriers, forty four destroyers, forty four transports, thirty three minesweepers. Yeah, I I really liked the ending of the book. I thought it was a very a very good ending for what they set up throughout the book. Mm-hmm. And throughout everything Ned has been through. In the end, he still gets treated like crap, and he still manages to stay positive. I just think that's pretty cool. He never really stayed negative like some other people would have. I don't think I would have reacted the same way as he would, especially after being a Marine and going through all that war. And speaking of war, he says it can be traumatizing to some people. And he would go to sleep and he'd have nightmares. Yeah, it sounds like PTSD. Yeah, he started to get a little bit of PTSD near the or at the end and kind of feel bad for him. Yeah, that's what happens when it comes to war, though. Most people go through that, and sometimes some people go insane. It's just a sad truth, but yeah, that's the end of the story, and that is our thoughts. So now, Randall, you'll start us off with our next topic. What's the theme slash message the author is trying to convey uh well what i was thinking for the theme is i was thinking like don't let people don't let people bring you down or don't don't whatever somebody judges you by what race you are or what anything like that don't let them bring you down because it's just going to hurt you more in the long run so just stay positive otherwise things won't get any better yes what you're trying to say that is basically what i'm trying to say i agree with that too because ned hasn't really shown any negative attitude he's tried his best to stay positive even though it was a pretty crappy situation and i believe yeah that is one theme that the book could have what's what in your opinion is your theme logan the power of courage because throughout the book he has to be very courageous from you know, signing up for the military to charging up the beaches, being like one of the first people to charge up the beaches while getting shot at. He did get shot at one point, sort of, as well. So, Yeah, when he got shot in the shoulder. Yeah, courage can go a long ways. That's a good theme that the book could have. So I'm going to talk about what I think the theme is. There is no r- wrong answer or because there's several themes in this book, and I think you both touched pretty well on it, but my theme is nothing is truly useless. Everything has a purpose, no matter what it seems like. Because in when they were in boarding school, they were taught that Navajo was bad. And then ironically, after they said that, then they needed Navajo Marines to become code talkers. And they ended up being a big contribu- contribution to the war. And ultimately, might have been the leading cause of success in the war in general so yeah that's what i think i think that nothing is truly useless and that was what the author was trying to convey and when he got back it just illustrated it even more by talking about how they were not serving indians at the bar and he got kicked out because some people thought think that indians are useless but i would have to agree with you on that joel because he was treated a lot like throughout the book he was treated like he was useless throughout the entire book but he was one of the most courageous people out there one of the most important people in the war as well yeah 
So, yeah, those are the three themes we came up with. There are probably more out there, but those are the main ones, right? Yeah, that's all right, Jay. So, yeah, so that wraps up our theme slash message that the author is trying to convey. And our next one, our most important question, for the book and characters and in real life, so to what extent does trauma, strategy, and adversity build resilience? Logan, you can start us off. And then... Well, I would say it's to a very large extent, especially you can see that demonstrated in this book, how all the stuff that he had to go through, you know, like, for example, in boot camp, he was pretty much breezed through boot camp along with the other natives because of all the hard work that they had to do as children. And then all the other stuff that like, um, you know, being, you know, being yelled at in boarding school got him used to that in boot camp as well. Um, and other stuff like that. How could you compare this into real life, though? Like, into... like how would for example like working out making something easy that would be an example of resilience yeah because you know the more you do it the more you get used to it so even if it's a bad thing you're like you already know what's going to happen and you know how to deal with it do you have any examples that you could use from your life or not really no not really. all right so i feel like an example from the book, you touched on how in the beginning of the book where they were having a tough time with their culture and everything, and then they got thrown in a boot camp and they breezed through that. I feel like the boot camp was preparing them for like being scolded at, especially in the Marines, and also in boot camp and outside. They were super – they breezed through boot camp because of the boarding school and their past – and they were talking about how like the Navajos kept going while all the others fell behind them. They knew things that they did, the others didn't. And I feel like that built resilience and they never really stopped or gave up because they were, nothing could really hurt them more than they already were back in the day. And also another example that would be a part of the book is that Ned has been through a lot. He has been through the war. That's a trauma. And he's showing resilience by getting back on his feet, no matter what has happened, and just overall staying positive, even if he's seen people die, or if he gets thrown out of a bar, regardless of the situation. Yeah, also another thing, um, when you talked about earlier, when you talked about how he was able to like find the light in a bad situation when he was kicked out of the bar, I think that also showed resilience, because even though he was kicked out of the bar, he realized, well, maybe it's not for me, maybe I don't need to go to a bar, because you know I don't need to drink, and so... You know, I'm not I'm not going to patent out the time or anything, but I agree with Joel 100 percent with everything that he said, because it it's basically exactly what they went through and how it built their resilience very well. I feel like another form of resilience you could use in day to day life is failing a test or failing a quiz and then learning from it. Most people would be like, oh, my gosh, what have I done? And then there'd be the other people who would be like, okay, this is a learning experience. And those people tend to learn from their mistakes and then become a better quiz or test taker. I myself have went through that before in high school, especially during my sophomore year of geometry where I failed my first test. And then after that, I would learn to study harder and figure out how to take better tests. And then on my best grade, in high school so far has been geometry with a 99% A. So anything else you'd like to add for trauma, tragedy, and resilience? Um, a real life example you could use is like uh, 
if you ever known the story about uh, Robin Williams, he uh, with his life at the very beginning of his life, he went through he got bullied a lot, and that really gave him a lot of trauma as a kid. He got bullied, he was beaten, and it was really hurting him a lot. And he eventually used comedy to build uh, for like a resilience, and then he eventually became a very popular comedian that's a great example in my opinion anything else or this so this about wraps up our essential question throughout these episodes of podcasts and we'll move on to our final thoughts of the book would you recommend the book personally i would i think it was a pretty good book especially if you like world war ii and learning about different cultures. I feel like this did a pretty good job in the beginning of explaining what Navajos were about and explaining a little bit more in depth of what what World War II really went through instead of just, oh, Hitler killed people and then we bombed Japan and then the end. Yeah, Yeah, that's good because, you know, there's a lot of different books about World War II, but not a lot of them like touch on specific stuff like this. So I think it's a cool perspective. Out of five stars, what would you give this book? Personally, I'd say a solid four and a half out of ten. The yeah. title could, or four and a half out of five, not ten, but <laughs> because the Code Talker title really, we've talked about this last episode. It's sort of hard to fit into the book until the very end or the beginning, because in the middle they never really used it. They never really used the code talking. They just used Navajos in the war and that's pretty much it but other than that that's my review yeah i i think i would give it like a four out of five stars because i believe that this book is a very good read and if you like world war ii style books and want to know like in depth more about uh these real like these were real people that i don't the book is fictional obviously but it's real people that or the navajos were real people in World War Two, and it's it's a very good read. And this also makes me want to watch. Uh, there is a there is a movie called uh, Wind Talkers that is about the Navajos, and it seems like a very interesting book to or not book movie. <laughs> yeah, Logan, you got anything? Mm-mm. Not much. All right, so. If you were to read another book, what would you read next? I think I'd find something similar just to build my knowledge of World War II. Personally, I like this experience. Anything else? No. I would read uh, Schindler's List next. Oh. Well, what are your thoughts on this podcasting process? Personally, I liked it. There was really no issues. I like talking in front of a camera or a microphone personally what about you guys do you enjoy this podcasting i didn't think it was bad at all it wasn't too much to read it was a good book to read as well and i think it's good to talk about this book so that about concludes our series of co-talker podcast episodes and maybe we'll see you next time if we read another book i'm gonna miss you viewers you're really (laughs) really an inspiration to me Don't forget to like and subscribe.